Hello, everyone. You may have heard that Breaking Through Glass Ceilings has recently partnered with Symphony of Balloons. Symphony of Balloons offers luxury balloons for your event as well as a 360 booth. So if you're looking to save money, simply mention that you heard about this service on Breaking Through Glass Ceilings and you can save 10% on your order. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all know diehard Orioles fan. I'm still rocking with my team. Now, if you listen to this on Wednesday, hopefully we're playing tonight. But if you listen to this as soon as it drops, we play tonight. Texas Rangers in Texas. The season is on the line, down 0-2. So I attended my first Orioles postseason game. Something that I've always wanted to do. The last minute decision. Right. I said ticket prices be around certain ballpark price. I'm going. 97. My grandmother said there's always next year. Unfortunately, that wouldn't come to 2012, 11 years after my grandmother had passed away. And in 2014, you know, I was in Connecticut working at ESPN at the time. Uh, enjoyed it through television and working, cutting clips for Mike and Mike. Unfortunately, didn't get a chance to uh, get down here for the games. And unfortunately, they didn't get to the World Series. But, you know, Camden Yards was rocking and rolling, man. Um, it was rock and roll. It was a time like none other. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to attend um, such a great game. And they lost. It's, probably, it's definitely the most fun I've ever had in a loss. You know, I remember just sitting up there hugging the guy who was next to me. I think he said his name was Dan or Bam or Ban. Or, I'm sorry. We was, you know, uh, feeling good. And, um, you know, we was jumping up. And when they scored their first run, uh, we was like, you know, arms around. Each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we just couldn't believe it, man. And, um, you know, unfortunately, they lost. And I know there's this talk about. The playoffs, MLB playoffs, and, you know, do players need rats? Shout out to the Black Baseball Mixtape, by the way. I didn't get a chance to, um, you know, get on their show. I was invited to come on last Sunday night after the loss, but I was out. And um, But I just want to give them a shout out. Make sure you check that out. And uh, it's such a great show. But, you know, when I say uncomfortable conversations. It's uncomfortable that, uh, you know, the last time I was on here, I was I did a quick episode if just exclusive to the podcast where you'll see that I was down at the stadium for the workout. And, you know, I will say this. I don't regret anything I did. If the Orioles lose tonight, I'm not going to regret going to the postseason rally last Tuesday, the workout on Wednesday, the postseason rally with my kids on Thursday, getting the O on my car on Friday going to the game on Saturday. I mean, that was one of the most incredible weeks I've ever had. Uh, just that thrill, that ride. You know, I got a new Orioles hat, my kids hat, and some merch. And um, we had a good time. You know, it's obviously, you know, a time you can spend with your kids because for my daughter, this is the first time she really understands baseball and uh, that the Orioles were in the playoffs. In 2016, she was over a year old, but, you know, they didn't play a home game here. My son, when they was uh, in 2012, he was about three. 2014, he was getting off the bus stop the night of the day of the Delmon double. And I remember uh, right before they were losing, I want to say it was like seven to two at the time. And I said, come on, 
We got to get back in because we got to cheer the Orioles. And um, the rally began. And I remember there's a video of you go all the way back in my Instagram from 2014. We're jumping up and we're yelling, we won't stop. That was the hashtag at the time. But I'm, I'm not concealing. I'm not conceding yet. Um, you know, I, I don't have no hate for the Texas Rangers. Right now I do, but permanently, no. But I'm not conceding yet. We're going to come back. We're going to win three straight and let's move forward. But, you know, I was sitting there and I was like, man, you know, what sucks about baseball and the playoffs and all sports is ticket prices. Now, the division game, I saw a lot of people there. Uh, a lot of people was able to get tickets. They even sold them at face value. Um, But you know, I was looking ahead, right? And I'm looking on SeatGeek and I saw that for the World Series, standing room only was over $2,500. Speaking of SeatGeek, I'm going to do some cross-promotion to let you know if you are a subscriber. Uh, well, actually, you don't have to be a subscriber, but if you get on the wrestling realm, uh, you'll see that we have a SeatGeek code, wrestling realm, just Enter that in any ticket over $20, which means any playoff ticket. Shout out to the people who was able to use that code um, for go to the Orioles game. I saw quite a few people did use the code. Uh, in particularly, I want to give a shout out to Christopher. Uh, it's Christopher. Um, you know, he's at WAGS89. Uh, he was able to use the code even he was able to get the seat um, even after the fees for ninety four dollars. And he said, you know, he had a conversation with his wife had to be at a certain price. And so he was able to enjoy game one, you know, and I know I was able to enjoy game one, you know, but I, I'm looking at like I look at the Super Bowl. And I look at those ticket prices and it's like, bro, you really want people to attend these games. But what about the diehard fans, right? The people who have the blood, sweat, and tears. You know, you got families you know, where the moments where you're going to sit there with your kids, your nieces, your nephews, your cousins, right? And you, you would all like to go to a game, have a family night out. You didn't support this team all year, but then it get to the end. You get to the championship and the prices go up. Now, it's unfortunate because, again, like, you imagine a Super Bowl. Let's just say, let's take a fan base. Let's take a fan base like the Buffalo Bills, right? They haven't been in the Super Bowl since, what, 93? And then let's take from the NFC. Let's think of a team, the Washington Commanders. We know everything that fan base has been through. You send them to Vegas. Imagine if the prices was affordable. You imagine two rabid fan bases going back and forth or take the Dallas Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens, which is my Super Bowl pick, and I'm still holding on to it. No team is bad as they was or good as they was in week one. But you imagine just seeing those fan bases, the true core, the essence of these fan bases, not the corporates, people who are like, you know, they want to get a chance to go to the games, but are they going to really enjoy the game the same way? You know, I was at WrestleMania and, you know, I thought about like that father who saved his money just to get cheap seats. WrestleMania 33, Orlando, bought a ticket on eBay, sat with my friends, Blake, Yolanda, Chrissy, and Chris. 
And we was all the way up in the, like, the 500 level, right? And I remember this guy was uh, walking to a seat, and he started to chant, on a budget. Meanwhile, you see people who don't like wrestling, but they get comped. And it's like, bro, what about that fan? You know, so, like, these wrestling, these events, these sporting events, the ticket prices go up crazy. Now, it's just something that's, like, you know, irritating. I know my podcast isn't going to change how things are because, you know, money is the greed of all evil. But it's just unfortunate. And, you know, I thought about, like I said, just looking at the World Series ticket prices just for standing room, only $2,500. So if you want to sit down, you're talking tens of thousands of dollars. And, you know, how many people in Baltimore City if they could afford to, would go to a World Series game. Imagine having the hardcore Oriole fans. Because when I tell you, that place was rocking and rolling this past Saturday. I've never been in Camden Yards for a night like that. Now, I went to some cool games. I went to some games where there were walk-offs. You know, I've been in there when the team was at least in 2016, I've been there when the team was in, uh, when they was fighting for a playoff spot in 2012, 96, the return of Eddie Murray. That was my first game. But when I tell you, and even um, this past August, my kid's first game, well, I should say my daughter's first game, it was one of those things where the Orioles were playing and um, they were fighting to hold on to the division lead and trying to secure that division crown. And we got to see Bautista make his entrance. And I'd never seen anything like that. And I was like, wow, this is, this is crazy. But Saturday, a sea of orange. And y'all know orange is my favorite color. Uh, shout out to Brother Brandon, who uh, sent me, gave me a um, championship culture shirt in black and orange. It's my favorite color. Always has been. But the Orioles, it also helps. I just hope that, I don't know, I hope somehow things will get better. But I'm going to take a quick commercial break. I'm going to show you how you can save some money on an energy drink. Ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to announce that I am an affiliate of Rogue Energy Drink. That is the world's number one gaming energy drink. So if you're looking for a safe supplement to drink to give you a boost, whether you're working out or if you're a gamer and you're spending a lot of time, we all know it can get very intense and you may tend to sweat. You need to re-up on your energy or your podcaster because guess what? The same amount of energy that they're putting into video games, we're putting into podcasting. Simply go to rogueenergy.com and enter the coupon code BRIANH and save 10% off on your purchase. You can also click the link in the episode. Might be easier for you, but save 10% off any purchase on the website. So, I want to talk about contracts. Player contracts. Do we really need this information? Like, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of information out there that we are privy to. Is it really our business how much athletes make? Here's why. I'm I'm on the social media. Yeah, I said it. I'm on the socials. And I see Stephen A. Smith 
And those that first take the graphic, the discussion point, shout out to their graphic producers. Shout out to their production team. I know a couple people, a couple good friends of mine. But I don't know if they want to be named because they don't always do that. So I'm not going to say nothing. But I started wondering, do we really need to know? They said, is Lamar Jackson worth the money? And I didn't like that. You know, there was this entitlement last time when he hadn't signed his contract. And it made me so irritated to hear people who just thought they had the audacity to say how much this man's skill set, and honestly, in some cases, how much this man is worth. Oh, he doesn't deserve X amount of dollars. And I've done it on shows, I'm sure. And I had to sit back and think, like, wait, what am I doing? There was a time I worked at ESPN. Mm. It was a time I worked at Best Buy in Owens Mills, Maryland. And for anybody who's from Baltimore, you know that this area is right near the facilities of the Ravens. Not too far, about 10-minute drive. We was the store that all the Ravens shopped at. And they would come in there. And when you're first there, you're like, oh, my gosh, he played for the Ravens. After a while, he's like, okay, it's another Raven. Now, Ray Lewis never came in there, but every would come in there. And mind you, time frame-wise, this is the Joe Flacco first two seasons around the time I was there. So the year that they were 11-5 and five and went and lost to the – no, they beat the Titans, lost to Steelers. And then the second year, I think I was there, uh, I might have left right before it ended. But, you know, Ray Rice would come in there all the time. And like I said, every Terrell Suggs was a big movie buff. He would come in there. Um, but like, I never saw Ray Lewis. But I remember one of the players on the offensive line, he came in there, and there was a – the guy's last name was Castillo. He was on the Spanish version of Madden. And I remember the guy looked at it, and he said, man, he ain't worth X amount of million. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. And it makes you think, right? When you're in a workplace, how often do you know your coworker's salary? Do you hear people say, oh, this producer ain't worth X amount of dollars? Or this, let's just say this manager working in retail ain't worth X amount. You know, you go in there now in retail, at this time I'm probably making ten fifty an hour. 1025, 1051. I got up to like 11, 1150. Actually, I capped out. The most I made at Best Buy was 1223, right? Um, but when people come in there and say, you know, they see all the work I'm doing or see what they don't think I'm doing enough. Brian ain't worth $12 an hour. You know, now there was a time where there was a lady who worked at one of the stores and she was making $15 an hour. They put her over the cap. She didn't do no more than what me and my friend was doing. And my friend would always say, oh, yeah, miss $15 an hour. And see, this is like regular people, right? Or I should say everyday people, everyday jobs. But you see this in with athletes. And even in journalists, people saying that about Stephen A. Smith. And, you know, um, I think her name is Amina Grimes. When she got her money, uh, Amina Grimes, I'm so sorry. When Mina Combs got her money, I think it was revealed that maybe she was making a million or close to it. 
everybody was ready to say, oh, she ain't worth this. And I'm like, who are we to say? But, you know, why isn't that information left to the general managers and the, well, I call them governors, you want to call them owners. Now, there's going to be somebody out there who will say, well, we need to report on this and X, Y, Z. But it's just, it just got so crazy that people have felt the need and the audacity and, you know, have the, feel like they have the right to know and speak on how much somebody makes. And in sports, they say, well, you're worth how much you can negotiate. Sure, there are players who play for my favorite teams who have not lived up to the hype. Do you see that I'm wearing an Orioles jersey? Do you remember Chris Davis? And when we found out that he got X amount of dollars, everybody was happy we got the contract. But nobody else was checking for Chris Davis. Let's be real. Nobody else was checking for him. And when he didn't live up to it, everybody kept saying, oh, Chris Davis ain't worth this, that, and the other. Uh, he's, you know, they would make fun about his batting average because, you know, his career went on a downward spiral, unfortunately. So I wonder what do y'all think? And tell me why do you need to know? I'm, I'm, and I'm legit asking, why do you need to know how much a certain player makes, right? Now, I do understand that we spend money to go to games. We spend money to buy merchandise. But do you know how much that manager makes at Best Buy, at Walmart, at Target? Do you need to know that when you go in there and spend your money? Do you need to know how much commission the car salesperson is going to make on the car that they sold you or commission that the realtor makes on the house that they sold you? So these are all interesting things, and I'm wondering because it's just it just I don't like this whole the contracts have to be a topic of discussion when you can talk about play on the field, you can talk about um you know the X's and O's because let's be real, this stuff dictates what's being discussed in these boarding rooms and these contract rooms at negotiations. Because if one journalist goes out there with a lot of influence and says something, then next thing you know, a narrative is created. Some GMs will look at numbers and analytics and stuff, and some of them won't. So y'all tell me, is this information necessary? So that's where I'm at with that, folks. I'm going to wrap things up. I appreciate y'all checking out Breaking Through Glass Ceilings. Remember. There's uh, lots of things you can save on. You got an event coming up. Save 10% on, uh, from Symphony of Balloons. Uh, just make sure you let them know that you listen to the podcast. That's the way my sister, whose business it is, will know. If you let her know, hey, I heard about this on Break It Through Glass Ceilings. She'll give you 10% off your order. Um, and make sure you check out foryourwear.com. Get a t-shirt. Breaking through glass ceilings or no ceilings above success. I think I'm going to come out with a new one soon. I got to figure out what I want it to look like, the design and everything. Um, but yeah, uh, I appreciate y'all listening, going down on memory lane as I've been definitely hitting y'all heavy with the Orioles talk. Uh, and also trying to, you know, jump in some of these trending topics that I'm knowledgeable on. You're not going to hear me talk about something I'm not knowledgeable on. I'm going to be honest with you. 
before I get out of here, I was gonna talk about Trevor Bauer. I was looking into that whole situation, but I didn't finish listening to what he had to say and what the lady had to say, her rebuttal. I do think that's an unfortunate situation. I I kind of messed up my algorithm because I listened to a couple of like um I listened to Tommy uh Lorenz or Tommy Lawrence podcast. And I heard even Michelle Tafoya, which I was like, wow, everybody was like, they was taking his side and saying that he was pretty much punished for the way he likes to have sex because he, you know, was accused for sexual harassment. And he's been accused by like three women, but the fourth one, or I don't know what order she falls in, but she was exposed for lying. And I'm like, hmm, okay. So I was doing the research and learning that you know, she had set out a plot essentially to get this guy. And then he, you know, found that the information was withheld, but either way, the Dodgers parted ways with him. So listening to that, I'm like, okay, I, I'll say this before I get out. Cause I didn't, like I said, I didn't do enough research. I know I just kind of summarized what I found. Uh, I don't support or condone those acts by any means necessary. No, no way at all. I do not support or condone sexual harassment so i um yeah i hope he's brought to justice i know he's not playing baseball and they say he was never charged but i'm not going to jump on the bandwagon even with the little bit of information i have like michelle tafoya and tommy lawrence saying oh well he should be playing in the mlb he should be playing for the dodgers don't work that way um so I uh, just, uh, you know, prayers and thoughts goes out to the victims who are still affected. But ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow me at Brian H. Waters on all social media platforms. Catch me on Breaking Through Glass Ceilings each week. Catch me on tonight. We're doing a special collision. Y'all got that first right here. We haven't put it out yet. Special TWG Universe Collision where you'll have the crew from TWG Fan Club, which you can find every Wednesday. And you'll also have the crew from the Friday TWG Sounds Off. Make sure you check out the Wrestling Realm Now podcast as well with myself, the real Dwayne Allen, brother Hugh and brother Brandon, Championship Culture. Also tonight on the Wrestling Realm channels. And of course, Wednesday Worldwide on the Ringer Wrestling Network. I was also on the Masked Man show this past week, the Monday edition. So until the next time, folks, remember, do not let anyone place a seal above your success. So long, everybody for your wear and one half of the mixed tag show. Now, I know you've seen the announcement for some of your favorite podcasts in wrestling. I've decided to expand my business to become a vendor so that people from the wrestling community have a better way to communicate with some of their favorites. So check out foryourwear.com and see if your favorite podcast on wrestling has partnered up with me. If not, let them know that they should. Also, if you're looking for a vendor for your merchandise, reach out to me at Blue Magic Grind Spethouse Sound on Twitter or Instagram or at foryourwear, F-O-R-U-R-W-E-A-R, on Twitter and on Instagram. Shout out to Brian H. Waters and Breaking Through Glass Ceilings. Their merchandise are already up and they're one of the first ones that supported. So go support them. All right? Peace.